Hi, and thank you for listening in to the New Song Podcast from this week's service. You are welcome and encouraged to join us at 10 a.m. on Sundays in person. And for more information on how to get involved with New Song, go to newsonglouisville.org and follow us on social media. And now for today's message. say a couple of things about thanks, and then we're going to turn it over to you guys this morning. I want the majority of time to be your time today. We call this Thankful Sunday, and uh, it's just a time and an opportunity for you to express to the Lord what you're thankful for this whole past year through. And let me just let me just say a couple of things, kind of tee the ball up just a little bit for us. We've been in the book of Philippians, and Friday night at our life group, uh, when it came around to me, what am I thankful for? I had to say I'm thankful for indestructible joy. That's been the theme of our series through the book of Philippians, and it's such a powerful book, right? Every seven verses, Paul's talking about joy, rejoicing, or rejoice. And you can certainly think of rejoicing and rejoice as giving thanks, right? The verbal expression of thanks to God for his goodness. And it's, it's interesting because the most repeated verse in the whole, on all the Bible, the most repeated verse is basically this verse, okay? A, 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 a variation of this verse is repeated 44 different times in God's word. Give thanks to the Lord... For he is good, his love endures forever. Why don't you say it with me this morning? Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, his love endures forever. For some of you, you're wanting to say his mercy endures forever, because there are some slight changes and variations in those 44 different times, but the heart of the verse is that you and I are to be people who express thanks to God because he's good. Amen? And because his love and his mercy endures forever. I think about in Exodus chapter 15. It's really interesting. God's done one of the most amazing things in all of human history. He has delivered the Israelites out of the grip of the Egyptians He's taken them literally through on dry ground through the red through the, 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 the Red Sea. They've had this incredible deliverance. And by the end of the chapter, they're already forgetting his goodness to them. It's really interesting, you know, we have a we have a choice in this world, don't we? And we have a, a real distinct and clear choice. We can be people who feel entitled and who are ungrateful because of that sense of entitlement that we carry, or we can be people who quite honestly are incredibly grateful because we've surrendered our all to Jesus. And our hearts are just brimming over, if you will, with thanks to God. You can choose either of those. It's interesting, right? Because the Israelites, one of the things about their story, and if if we're not careful, it becomes our story, is instead of giving thanks, you would think after having been so miraculously delivered that they would stop and say to God, thank you, thank you, thank you for the way you delivered us. And, And now, Lord, we need water or we need food, whatever it might be. But instead they grumble and they complain and they whine. And and there's challenges, lots of challenges. 
But I want us as a people to be a people who don't forget God's goodness. Amen? Amen. Who take time to thank him and who see the blessings of the Lord that comes from having a grateful heart. Because I'll tell you, so much sin comes out of a spirit of ingratitude. It's almost like a, a birthing place, if you will, for so much that the enemy can use and work in our lives if we're ungrateful, if we have a, a spirit of ingratitude. Let me give you one more verse this morning, and then, hon, I want you to share this real quick. I love this one. In fact, this is three verses of Scripture. I'm going to teach you three verses of Scripture this morning, okay? So you can go today and say, man, I learned, I learned four verses of Scripture today. I learned Psalm 107, verse 1, and I learned 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. So here we go. We're going to say it bit by bit, okay? You ready? Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, it, it, it's interesting, right? Probably if there's any passage of Scripture that Paul wrote that's almost a formula, if you will. And I know we love formulas, right? And Scripture's not a formula. Please don't misunderstand me. But think about these three things. If, if we'll just do these three things and do them with regularity and, and be characterized by them, always rejoicing, praying continually, and giving thanks in all things. Let me just tell you, I believe it's there you'll find true fulfillment and satisfaction in the Lord. Amen? Amen. Honey, what do you have on your heart this morning as we pass the mic here today? I was just thinking also, you know, it's intentionality, mm -hmm. you know, because we can, we can, I mean, I can get up on the wrong side of the bed, you know, and then it, it, it kind of all day long, you know. I've seen that before. I, I know. I know. That's true. Yeah. Been married 36 years. He has seen it. Believe me. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's an intentionality to go, you know, it's, it's honestly, it's spiritual warfare. I, I believe it is, you know, to be, to, to be thankful to the Lord, especially when hard things come, because hard things do come. Mm -hmm. We do walk through the valley of the shadow of death at times, mm -hmm. right? We do walk through hard things. Jesus said that, mm -hmm. you know, things would be hard at times. And so we do have a choice. And I believe that it changes the atmosphere. I believe that our words have power, mm -hmm. right? Life and death are, are given in our words. Mm. And to speak life into a situation, we don't walk in denial. Things are hard, you know? But I think, what do we focus on, mm -hmm. you know? And I'll ask the Lord, show me where you are in this. This is a hard situation. But you said you would never leave me or forsake me. You said that you would be with me closer than a brother. Show me where you are. Amen. Show me where you are. And he's always faithful. He shows me. And then I can worship him there. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? And it's so interesting because as I choose to worship him in hard situations, God is glorified. Mm -hmm. And the enemy finds no place in me. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? See, the enemy can't stand when we start worshiping God. He cannot dwell with us. Mm. The, the, he gives us a spirit, right? If we start to, to have a, a, a heaviness, what does he give us? Mm. 
a garment of praise. Mm -hmm. Put on the garment of praise for Amen. the spirit of heaviness. Mm -hmm. And this is part of that. This is part of that. Mm -hmm. Walking up and going, God, I thank you yes. that you are good. This is hard, mm -hmm. but you are still good. Yes. And you're going to give me what I need, and you're going to show me how to walk through this. Because I never walk alone. So I just think it's really important that we see that also as a choice in a spiritual warfare. And as we love Jesus, it's not about denial or somehow, you know, talking and, you know, somehow, you know, claim it, whatever that thing is. It's just saying, hey, God, I'm going to declare your goodness. I'm going to see the Lord, you know, in this land of the living. Amen. And I'm not going to be swallowed by fear. Mm. Um, so I want to. I want to start. Can I start by giving praise to God? Or are you going to start? That's what I was hoping you'd do. Oh, I thought you wanted yeah. me to share. It's kind of a different thing there. Okay, I am sharing. Uh, I am grateful to the Lord for His goodness to me. Um, I'm grateful for his love for me, mm. that he loves me um, even when I am struggling and I, you know, it, sometimes it's just hard. Mm. Um, and I'm thankful that he, he never lifts, he never leaves me. He doesn't turn away from me. You know, I think what happens truly when we struggle, God just comes in closer. <laughs> I do that with my child, right? I mean, if they're strong, I'm like, come on. Let's get close, you know. I just need to love you. Uh, and I think Jesus is that way. Mm. And I really am grateful that he, um, he loves me. He always loves me. Mm. And I am grateful for that. So. Amen. All right, so we're turning it over to you guys. You're going to feel like you're in Catholic Church this morning, but stand with me again, would you? We're standing, we're sitting, we're standing. We haven't knelt yet. Maybe we'll do that here before it's over. Here's what I want you to do, okay? If you're seated on this side, go and form a line along the wall, please. If you're seated on this side, if you want to share this morning, go form a line on that side of the wall, please. And uh, we're just going to, we'll go one by one, okay? We'll start on this side, and then we'll go to this side, and then we'll go to this side, and we'll go back. So there's a little towel down here on the, uh, on the podium. You might come up and go, what's that towel there for? Just so when you lay the mic down, it doesn't make a big rickety sound there on the, the metal. So, Bessie, come and start us out. Give Bessie a good hand as she comes. And you can be seated again now, okay? And I probably won't get you up again here for a while. So, it's your turn. Wow. Um, I was just sitting here thinking about uh, one of the things that came to my mind was that how absurd some of the culture is, is today and, and, and what they're telling us is true and not true. And... Uh, I was thankful for our um, Foursquare's theme, Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. I love that verse, and I've loved it forever because uh, things can be really crazy out there, but the Word of God never changes. Our culture changes, and sometimes how we do things changes, but His Word never changes, and we can count on that. And the other thing that I'm so thankful for is that uh, we have been praying for my, my son and his son have not seen each other for 14 years. We have been praying for 14 years for reconciliation with them. And yesterday, my son and my grandson were together all day long. <laughs> um, 
and they uh, they spent uh, the evening at our house. We had dinner, and my daughter and my other two grandkids were out. And then before Jeremy left, he asked Camden if he wanted to, he would have been here, but he asked Camden if he wanted to have breakfast this morning, and, and Jeremy's going to take him to the airport on the way back to Cleveland. So uh, God has begun a good thing, and I'm praying that it uh, just continues to be a wonderful thing because they're both just great people. The other thing I'm praying for is all of them to be saved. But I just want you to know not to give up praying. It's been 14 years. We have been praying for 14 years. And so you know, (laughs) it could be longer. But thank God um, he's good and it's it's happening. Well, I don't even, I have to be honest, I don't even know where to start, just about how faithful God is and how much he deserves every cell in our body to rise up and lift his name. This last couple of years, you all know I've been on a very long journey. It's been a six-year journey, quite frankly, and it's not been without its trials and tribulations. But his faithfulness has shined above every single one of them. And so um, he has met every need of my family. He continues to blow us away with his goods. I, I just, I can't even begin to describe. It's just absolutely immeasurable, his goodness. So I just invite you, if If you want to know about his faithfulness, lay the hardest thing you have at his feet and watch him show up. If you want to learn to trust him, it means surrendering everything that you believe to be true about your circumstances. Trust him. You can trust him with everything. And the way you enter into that place is just simply to praise his name. First and foremost, excuse my voice, it's not always the clearest, but first and foremost, now and forever and always, I am thankful for what my Lord and Savior, my King, did for me. Just a guy. There's nothing about me that's remarkable except that God would choose to love me. I think often of the scriptures that talk about God's choosing. He chose the people of Israel, not because they were anything special, but because he loved them. And he chose us. We were not a people, but now we are. Jesus said, I have other sheep that are not of this fold. He went first to the chosen people, but he made provision for us. We were on the outside looking in. And he adopted us. He adopted me. And now I'm a part of his family. And I am so thankful that he knows everything there is to know about me. 
every wart, every stupid thing I've ever done. But he still chooses to love me. And when I fall on my face, face down in the mud, he reaches out his hand and he lifts me up and he says, get up, son. Let me wash you off. It's his grace and his love is amazing beyond measure. And uh, everything my wife said about our son and his son, uh, I am so thankful for that. Such such a blessing. Such a blessing. I was estranged from my father when he was in grammar school, when I was in grammar school. My own fault, I never saw him again. And I am so glad that the Lord was able to work in my son's, in my grandson's life and heal that brokenness. And uh, it's just a blessing, and I'm so thankful. I've eaten up more than enough airtime. God bless you guys. Wow, what a year it's been. Um, January 3rd, we were in Kodiak, Alaska. It was amazing. And I found a plaque that said, be still and know that I am God. And this was not our prophetic theme at the time. I had nothing to do with this. This is all God. But... We got a phone call that Melissa, our youngest daughter, had previously had brain surgery, and I had gone to the appointment with her. She was doing great. They said everything was normal. Well, on January 4th, we got a message that um, she was very, very sick, readmitted into the hospital with spinal meningitis, and uh, it was quite serious, and... um, Anyway, that proceeded into three more surgeries after that. But being in Kodiak, Alaska, isn't like you can go to the Louisville airport and I need a plane ticket. I need to go home now. You can't. But God, God had said, be still and know that I am God. He was saying, Car, I got this. I got her right where you want. Where's Melissa today? Oh, she's serving in nursery. (laughs) God is good. God is so good. So this, every Sunday, I can't help but look at it and go, it's all about you, God. Um, I'm thankful. Um, I partook in a class this year called Unravel. And... It helped me get rid of more layers of mask and um, false beliefs that I'd believed for years. And uh, it's so freeing to walk in that freedom without that. My granddaughter, Liberty, came home from YWAM, going to start nursing school. She came home this week. She's been at YWAM in um, Salem, Oregon. Um, let's see. Oh, I had an estranged son for four years. 
I understand the pain. But David came home on Easter Sunday. to meet my two-year-old granddaughter. Your grandkids are just another reflection of you, and they're such a whole part of your family. So I not only longed for David, but I longed to meet my grandbaby, too. I'm so thankful for each one of you. And those that I don't know, I look forward to getting to know you better. I love my church. I love my family. My family. Anyway, that's enough. I'm so thankful. All right. So I I think this morning it was Psalm 107 that was the first verse up here. Um, and it reminded me a lot of a different psalm, actually. I think it's Psalm 136, but I could be wrong. Um, And basically, it's like a whole psalm that goes through, and it says, for he is good and his love endures forever. And then it says something about the history of Israel, like from through the whole thing, it just goes, it just goes down the list. And it's like, he parted the Red Sea, for he is good, for he did this, and he's for he's good, and his love endures forever. Um, And like that just I was just reminded of that this morning and it is something that I am so thankful for about God is that he is like steady and dependable and that like when I when the Lord was really like using that psalm to to speak to my heart it was like a hey like look at the history of your life and you can say the same thing. And in the future, you will also be able to say the same thing when you look back on what you're going through right now. And so, yeah, today I just want to say I'm thankful that we have a God that is so like he's a safe place and that he can be counted on. Um, yeah, for all of us. So, very thankful for the faithfulness and the constancy of our God. Um, The goodness of God has been really magnified in our life recently and all throughout our history. But the first thing I wanted to start out with was I'm thankful for hope. Um, Over the past five years or so, specifically at the beginning of that time, I felt like hope was something behind me, and God showed me that hope is something in front of us, Um, and he showed me that in Romans chapter 5, and I'm just going to read the first few verses where he showed me that. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we exult in hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we also exult in our tribulations. Here's where it's coming. Knowing that... 
tribulation brings about perseverance. And perseverance, proven character. And proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God, which we keep talking about, thank you, Lord, for your love. The love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. All of us have our trials and our tribulations, and I just want to encourage us that we can be thankful for this hope. This isn't an easily come by hope. Jesus was our example of what he went through, and we have fellowship in his suffering. And I'm so glad for how God weaves together everybody's thankfulness because Everything everybody's already said weaves into what God gave me to share. Um, Amongst other chronic trials that we go through, our family suffered a terrible loss two and a half years ago. Our daughter's husband ended his life. But God is good, and his love and his mercy endure forever. On November 4th this year, our daughter got married. God has worked all things together for good. And restored hope and joy and all the things in our family as only he could do. Romans 8.28 has been my verse, not just through that, but the daily things that we go through, the trials of life. Just like Marissa said, we're going to look back. I'm already doing that, Marissa. Thank you. It's just like... We need to do that in the present, like realize just in the middle of the muck that God is good, his faithfulness, his love, his mercy are constant. I look at Romans 8, 28, which says, God is working all things together for good to those that love him and are called according to his purposes. I look at that verse as what I see as I'm staring at the back of a tapestry, and I actually wanted to bring one today to show it, and I totally forgot to do that. We look at the back of the tapestry, and it just looks a mess, you know? Even if it's colorful, it, it's not a clear picture. It's just a mess, you know? But God is looking at us from this angle, weaving together such a beautiful story and he is not over he's not finished with us if it's not good he's not done so i'm very thankful for his goodness
Bill Chady, and uh, I'm so grateful for just what God's done for me, the character of God, that God is a God that heals. He's a God that provides. He is a God that gives us peace. And I, I, my heart is very heavy right now for a brother of ours, um, James, that, you know, it just, it's not a, a pain that I've had in the past about loss. It's a pain that I know where he's going. And it's such a tremendous feeling to know that he knows the Lord. And I just want to express that so much that, um, but it's still, there's pain that he is suffering right now. And I just want to lift him up to all of us right now. And, and for me, I wasn't here last year. It was a tough year for me last year. I was in a rehab center last year at this time. And uh, God has, he has done so much in my life through God, through my wife and Betty and my family and um, Celebrate Recovery. And, and I just, I'm just so thankful that he hasn't given up on me. He gave me second chances, and we all get second chances, and we don't even know that. We don't even see that. We don't feel that sometimes, but God gives us second chances that that just provides us the hope and provides us the, the love of the Lord, and I'm just so grateful that I have a, a Lord that I can go to and just just say thank you. He, he's been a part of my life. Good morning. Um, I'm like the rest of you. I've got so much to be thankful for, but I wanted to call out um, three people specifically. One's my wife uh, for the continual uh, encouragement that I can be and am a bigger man, a better man than sometimes I show myself at home. You won't, you won't see those weaknesses out here, but uh, and I know I'm not alone in that. So, but anyway, and I want to thank my pastor, Jeff and Tracy, uh, for not even knowing it, but getting very personal. I'm sitting on the front row one morning a while back and minding my own business, drinking my coffee, just sitting there. And Pastor Jeff says, you know, if God's not first in your life, let me just be very clear. He is not in your life. He is in your life. I get that. But if he's not first, he says, he takes second fiddle to no man. So if he's not first, trust me, he's just, he's just not there. And it, it, it shook me. It shook me. Uh, because I, I had to realize that as much as I call myself a Christian, that God just wasn't on that. He wasn't on that top shelf. And uh, so I'm thankful for your teaching, for the way you guys share from your heart. You, you, you touch us all. So I'm thankful for the gentle disciplines of my pastors and my wife.
Um, I want to say that um, I didn't agree with my father, <laughs> with my uh, comfort in my knee. And I want to pray is, I want to thank the for is we all just together. And I love my girlfriend. Uh, maybe she say I love her, too respectful to be with her. And I want to say is, um, Andy Lindo say, that I want to step up in my life with my uh, uh, my goals and my events. Um, and just part of my goal is to be with my family. Uh, God say um, about like we, I just say like all the PT for all things going on. And I want to say is, I don't know it's that long though, but um, I want to say family is really important for me and dressing and my buddy Jeff. And he say that I want to stay in shape in my different guy, part of me. And I love my my favorite June Dupin when all these years with my my dance events with uh with her. That's a part in my life with Jenna and Austin and and my mother and my father, my family and my brother. And then I wanna say for them, I love my family. I am with my girlfriend's family, part of them. So because I love her, I'm gonna stay like this too many times in my life. And I wanna say that I will not stay long though because I love my buddy Jeff so much to be with my my buddy Jeff and Tracy and and then my buddy Isaiah to be with him. And so I want to stay all these years to be with my heart and my knee. And and I just pray for my knee and my lots of things going on in my life. say this past year has been a very interesting year for me regarding my uh, walk with God, but uh, one of the things that I have grown to appreciate and I'm very thankful for is that he is a very personal God, and Growing up in the church, I always heard about, yeah, God knows you, he's with you, and it's like, <sighs> we see these earthly leaders and, like, people that are known by everyone, and it's like, yeah, but they don't know, <sighs> they don't know everyone themselves that loves them. 
God knows each and every one of us, even if we don't love him, we are, I don't know. And it's just interesting because I've been able to have more of a personal relationship with him this past year. And it's just really cool what he's revealing to me through just the kinds of things that would only speak to me. Well, you know what I mean? And it's just been really cool getting to just talk with him about various things that normally wouldn't be possible, well, possible with someone who's less personal. Sorry, I'm rambling on. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I just want to say I'm thankful that he is personal and takes the time to know us. Oh boy, I get to follow my brother. <laughs> um, man, I have a lot to be thankful for, um, but right now I just want to say that I'm thankful for the times when I should be thankful, but I'm not. Um, and that sounds kind of contradictory, but, and I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm going to make it a word. Um, but so many times in life, we find ourselves going through trials and tribulations and basically saying, Hey, uh, this sucks and I hate it and I don't like this and I'm mad and I hate it and I'm, uh, and it just becomes this cycle of ungratefulness. It becomes this cycle of fear and doubt and worry and anger. Um, but God in his loving and eternal grace still says that he loves us. And so I'm thankful that in those times of doubt and fear that I'm still loved. And then God uses those times to then grow me and show me where he has shown me grace so that way I know in the next, when it comes up again, that I can be grateful and I can look at it. And like it says in James, that I can consider it pure joy, even though I don't really want to. <laughs> um, and so I'm just really thankful that, to put it bluntly, that I've gone through some crap. Um, <laughs> Because I know that even though life may suck sometimes, that God is making it into something that I can't even see right now that is so wonderfully beautiful. And so I'm just thankful that we have a God who uses all things for our good and for his glory. or else I won't remember when I get up here. Um, so one of the first things that I'm thankful for is I'm really thankful for this church. Um, I'm thankful for Pastor Jeff and Tracy, um, especially as I um, had been in YWAM for five years, and this church has very faithfully supported me throughout all of that. And so um, 
I've been home now for a little over a year. Um, I've been resting and um, I'm thankful to the Lord because coming home, I had kind of, I had been burnt out really Um, and really just angry and kind of bitter at the Lord. And I'm thankful that even in the midst of that, even in the midst of not wanting to talk to God or to pray or being that angry, the Lord still is faithful and he's still pursuing you and he still wants to have a relationship with you even when you don't <laughs> sometimes. Um, and it's funny, as I was thinking about this on the way to church this morning, you know, I, I had the phrase, it's like, I'm thankful that the Lord cares more about the state of my heart than anything else. And it's funny that Carmelita, that you're here because I remember sitting in your office and you were the one that told me that. And that stuck with me. So thank you. Um, that he really does care about our heart the most out of anything and the state of it. Um, and I'm thankful to him. Also, in being home, I got a, a new job. Um, that is such a blessing. Um, <laughs> it's with a, a Christian company that also even allows me to travel internationally, um, which is the Lord knows me so well, and he knows it's like, oh, but God, I'm leaving. Why am I leaving? Being able to travel, and that that's such a big part of what I love and desire. And it's like, okay, well, here's this job that seems perfect for me. Um, and I'm like, thank you, Lord. Um, you did that. <laughs> um, and then I also just want to say thank you to him, uh, for taking care of my family. Um, in January of this year, my grandma got really sick and she fell and she hurt herself and she was in the hospital and rehab and it was a very stressful, very hard time. Um, we, weren't even sure if she was going to make it, like it got that bad. And and then now it's like completely different. I mean, now she's in assisted living and she's doing great. And she started a Bible study in her assisted living place. <laughs> and she's, she got, she went from being like, I just want to die and be with the Lord to like, I know that God has me here for a reason and a purpose and I'm going to keep doing his will. And I'm like, Thank you, Lord. So um, thank you again to all of you. And I'm so thankful to the Lord just for everything in the past year and not giving up on me when I've wanted to give up on myself. And um, also even echoing what Nate had said, it's like I'm thankful for the trials. I'm thankful for hard things because it's what's molding me and it's shaping me into who is standing here today. So, yeah, thank you. (laughs) Okay, so um, Gina and Bessie both already hit two of the scriptures, so uh, that saves a little bit of time. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm not lost on how much... Gratitude 
um, I really sh should have because I, both my boys are up here and both of them are seeking to walk with Jesus. And that is, as a mom with kids in college, like I can't even begin to tell you how thankful I am that both of my boys, that I see, I see them growing. I see them walking. I see fruit. Um, as somebody who has taught for a really long time, a whole lot of kids, it's so cool to just see just the kids. <laughs> like, Jack, thanks for the shout-out. I didn't expect that. Um, yeah. But, and I say kids so loosely now, like, because, because as I'm getting older, can I just say how thankful I am that the next generation, it is so cool to see, I mean, like, I'm going, Chelsea's going to Jakarta, and, like, I'm, I'm just so encouraged when I think about all these kids who are doing some amazing things for Jesus. Like, it's crazy cool. So, um, and super proud of all of you guys. So the other things that he, he laid on my heart that I felt like were from him is that he's the God of detail and big picture. He's not an either or he's detail and big picture. And so the intimacy when, when Wes got up and talked about him knowing personally, the intimacy that he knows every single one of us, he knows every single hair, he knows the wiring, he knows my struggles, he knows your struggles, he knew whatever we're walking through, but he's also the big picture. And so right now, you know, I'm thinking about the things that are laid on my heart. There's a particular baby that I'm praying for every single day. And I'm like, Lord, you are, you're the God of the NICU. You are God over the NICU. You're God over Israel. You're God over this whole planet that seems to be a dumpster fire some days. <laughs> like... Because as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great. Like this earth feels big sometimes and how many things can go crazy. And you are the God who's so much bigger. And, and you're a God of intimacy, but you're also over totality. You, you see all of it. And the other thing that he gave me was he's working all of it. He's working all the intimate things. At the same time as he's working out the big picture and the Romans, the, he works, 828, he works all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so whatever the thing is that we are working on intimately, that we're working on personally, the stuff that we carry with us from yesterday, he knows it. He knows the stuff today, but I'm so thankful for the, the he is the God forever that he is the same Jesus forever because when I get my head and heart on eternity and I can and lock in on eternity and lock in on his vastness and lock in on the big of who he is, it makes the trials bearable. It makes the things bearable because I'm not now locked in on the trial. I'm locked in on eternity. And so anyhow, that's it. Hi, my name is Glenn Brockway. I thought I'd mess with Rob back there. Um, <clears throat> so this year has been, it's been rocky. Um, as you know, if you follow what's going on, uh, cancer came back and medicine's been a little rough. Um, constantly fight with fatigue and uh, weakness, stuff like that. Um, but 
the thing that I'm thankful for is just how absolutely supportive you all have been, how patient you've been, um, especially the worship team and the way that they've stepped up. Um, this last year saw Rob return back to leading on the platform after 15 years, 18 years. A long, oh, he's saying more, more, okay, 20, after a very long time. Um, this year I saw uh, my son step up. He's been worship intern for quite some time. He says, I think uh, I need to do more ministry. So I'm going to talk, I feel like I need to talk with Pastor Burton, Jeff, about becoming more general, like all church interns. So he stepped up. I saw my wife step up to be the youth minister. Um, my gosh, as a dad, as a father, as a husband, to see your, your family, your kids, your loved ones, most intimate loved ones, um, step into what they were made for. My goodness, that's been so huge. To, and then to have team members who are bold enough to uh, just show up on a Sunday morning and say, hey, can I sing? Um, to receive text at uh, almost midnight, hey, I'm going to be at church tomorrow. Do you want this to be up there with you? Absolutely. Come on. To have uh, one particular gentleman join, and he's taken such a load off of me uh, in some of the back-end processing of some of our live stream, our videos, uh, podcasts, and stuff like that. I can't tell you how much of a blessing he's been. But every single one of the team has absolutely been there, ready to pick up the slack when I wasn't feeling well, when, when my voice starts to give out. They've absolutely been praying for me, and, and as I know all of you have, and that is just huge. That's what family is about. Um, and it's, it's, it's amazing because um, uh, John Piper, we, Pastor Jeff, you quoted John Piper, that all the time God is doing 10,000 things. We might be blessed to know three of them, and we might have uh, a clue as to what he's actually doing with one of them. I, I would adjust that just a little bit. In every single circumstance, every single encounter, God is doing everything that can be done. He's not missing an opportunity. So he's doing everything that is possible to be done in, any, in every moment. And the amazing thing is that as we've gone through this last year and as I've pressed in, pressed on, trying to maintain faithfulness, I've seen people step up to say, hey, you don't have to be the only one to carry it. And that is so powerful, so huge. And it's been a relief for me. It's been a relief for my family. Um, yeah, it's been amazing. So thank you all for that. Yeah, this is Lily. So Lily was born this year, and we we just um, can't keep. We were just talking the other day about how we just can't not see Lily as a gift to us. And before Lily was born, we felt like God said that she would be somebody that's content and peaceful. And He gave us the verse um, about how the lilies of the field don't worry, and. 
um, in the the beginning of this year, there's been a lot of like transition for us and a lot of um, unexpected changes with visas and different things. And Lily has just been such a gift to us and a reminder from God not to worry in the midst of those things. Because as we're sitting, talking, worrying, we just see Lily on the ground just playing and smiling and laughing at us. And she's just been such a gift to us. And so we just wanted to testify that God's so good to us and giving us the gift of Lily in this season. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say the same, but Lily is a blessing and we're so grateful for her. And um, it's good to be back with you all. Sorry, I was a little late. Um, But uh, it's great to see you guys and we're thankful for you guys as well. Say bye. Can you say hi? No. Hello. Hi. My name is Karen Beggio, and I've been coming to New Song. I'm about ready to cry. I don't know why. <laughs> I've been coming here for over six years, and I have never met this strong and this amazing of a group of believers that will stand with me as I'm falling apart (laughs) and walk with me through the darkness and the times that I've been through. And um, this year has been really, really hard for me. And I began the year... Sorry. I began the year... um, with brokenness and resentments, living as a victim, isolated, feeling hopeless and purposeless. And um, God has taken me through this year and set me on a place where at this point in my life, I am ready to thrive. I am ready to go. I am ready for every single thing that he has for me in a selfless way. And I haven't lived this way in my life so far up until really the beginning of this year has been striving. And I have thought that it's only been by my striving and my hard work and my knuckling under and putting my nose to the grindstone that things can happen. And this year, what God has showed me is that it's him that's making it happen, that I can just trust him. I can step back and I can actually allow him to lead me and guide me rather than it being me that is making it happen. And so strivings are ceased. And that's where I'm living. Um, And I just want to say one more thing about where I was living prior to this. It was God, God showed me at the end of last year that I was on the wambulance. (laughs) It's a silly, funny way to put it. I was on the wambulance, and I had been on that wambulance all my life, waiting to arrive somewhere and be healed, and I 
just kept writing. I just kept writing and writing and singing a really sad song in my life. And I decided that I didn't want to sing that song anymore. And I wanted to get off the ambulance and help other people that are on it, because we're all on it to some degree. Um, anyway, God makes changes. God helps you. Sometimes it takes a lot for us to get to the point in our life where we can see what's actually going on and make a different decision and say, God, whatever it is that you have for me, whatever it is that you need to change in me, I am willing. And even if it's not going to be what it's always looked like, that's comfortable. (laughs) So... I guess that's pretty much it. Oh, and my family. Oh, my gosh, I can't forget my family. So one more thing is that I began this year with um, such broken relationships that had been going on for a really, really long time. And I am now at this point also ready to just step up and help the people in my family. Once again, just step out of myself. It's not easy to do that. And there's been lots of reasons why the brokenness was there. And I had every ounce of justification for the isolation that I was doing to myself. But that's not who I want to be. I want to stand and I want to live and I want to live for others as God says. And with God on my side, I can do that. So... Thank you all so much. All right, one last time, stand together. Thank you for your patience. I know we've gone a little longer than we normally do. How many of you were blessed by those testimonies? Some great words of encouragement. Hope you'll take some of those with you this week. And my prayer for each and every one of you is that you will enjoy a blessed Thanksgiving and really experience the warmth and the depth of family, friends, laughter, God's peace and presence. Amen. So, Lord, thank you for this time together. Thank you for every testimony. Thank you for the way you're moving and working. Thank you for this week that's set apart just to, just to remember to say thank you. And, God, our hearts are so brimming over, just filled to overflowing with thanks for your goodness. Lord, go with us all now and bless our gatherings. And may they bring glory to you as we remember to thank you in all things. In Jesus' name.